Welcome back to the Sports HQ. The Olympics, they started back up in Tokyo this week. Um, and I kind of forgot how fun how fun the Olympics can be to watch. You know, you do get to see a bunch of random sports that you've probably never heard of in your life. And, you know, you're kind of stressing over them, actually. You know, today I was just watching, before I recorded this, um, I've been stressing over table tennis. Some random, I mean, I see the American flag and I start rooting for them in whatever sport it is. So I saw him going up and I started, you know, actually getting kind of kind of nervous for him. He did end up losing. But, you know, just random sports like that, you know, water polo I was watching, handball I saw. Um, there's archery on today that I didn't even know was there. Um, swimming was going on. I watched some men's volleyball and um, men's beach volleyball going on a little bit uh, throughout the week, too. Just a bunch of different sports I've been watching that, you know, I, I never watch on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, you actually kind of get nervous for them just because it's competitive and you just you get to watch uh, U.S. try and go for the for the gold and all them. So just kind of forgot how fun it is to watch over the past, past few days it's been. Um, but overall, the... The, the count for the medals at the at this moment, um, it looks like on when I look it up, it has people ranked on how many gold medals they have. So right now Japan's in first with eight gold medals. USA is in second with seven. China is with six. Um, the ROC, which I looked it up, it's like the Russian Olympic Committee since Russia, I guess, has been banned from the Olympics for using steroids, drugs, something like that. Um, and they they have four gold medals, and then Great Britain has three. But the total ha- for the Olympics, Japan has 13, USA has 14, China has 18. So the U.S. does not have the most at the moment, which I think I heard on on one of the U.S. channels, whatever is on NBC, whatever. They are going over this, and U.S. has won, I think, the past... I don't want to be wrong on this number if I'm right. I want to say it was the past like six or seven uh, Summer Olympics. They have won the most... Or had the most medals in total, and then I think the past three they've had the most gold. So hopefully they can go be, uh, get those going higher, so they can get back into first for that. Obviously, it's just the first few days. This goes on for another week or two, so there's still time for them to catch up. And I mean, it's it, there's nothing. Really, it's just bragging rights if they do get it. So it's nothing crazy, but it'd still be nice to see U.S. perform at the highest level for there. But. I don't want to get too in-depth with the Olympics at the moment. Um, there's really, I mean, it's just been the first few days, just a lot of qualifying events going on with swimming. Um, I've seen a lot of just pool play for basketball, softball is going on right now, which I can get into for a little bit for a second. Um, softball is going into the gold match game. I'm pretty sure they play at like 5 a.m. on on Tuesday morning, uh, 5 a.m. Central Time, that is, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that's another thing about the Olympics is since it's in Japan, it's a totally different time zone. Um, what I'm pretty sure is they're awake when we're sleeping, and they're sleeping when we're awake. So you're either going to have to get up early and watch the games, or I think they do play uh, recorded ones. They do show those later in the day, so if you want to wait for that. Um, but if you're getting ready for work in the morning, turn on the game, and you can see uh, USA go up against Japan. Uh, yesterday, they were actually playing Japan in the last like round-robin game, and USA won off a walk-off home run in the bottom of the seventh, 2-1. Uh, USA has actually only scored nine runs this in their five games, and yet they won all five. So their pitching has been pretty dominant so far this year. Um, but yeah, so there's that for the softball there. That's a big one. I mean, that would be nice to see them win, win the gold for that one, I think. I don't know if I'll get up at 5 a.m. to watch it, but... I'll I'll try and catch the end of it. Maybe I'll set an alarm to watch the last few innings, or maybe I'll just have to check the score when I wake up or something. I'll have to see. But besides that, yeah, nothing really else going on uh, for that. Uh, but yeah, just kind of interesting to see kind of 
what USA has been doing. But like I said, I don't really want to get too into it at the moment just because we're only a few days in, still a lot of qualifying going on with all the stuff. So I'm going to kind of wait to see how the rest of the Olympics go and maybe when it's all over in a few weeks, I can kind of get an update on how, how it all went on what I've been seeing throughout it all. But the main thing I did want to talk about with the Olympics, I'm still going to stick with it, but the main topic I'm going to have today is men's USA basketball. Because if you guys did not hear, USA... The men's USA basketball team lost to France 83-76 in their opener for this year. It is the first loss that USA has had in the Olympics since 2004. And if you guys did not know, they did lose two of their exhibition games earlier this year, um, earlier in the month, I guess you could say, when they played Australia. And then they also played Nigeria. Those were the two two games that I'm pretty sure they lost. I could be wrong on that, but I'm I'm pretty sure those are the two games that they lost were those two. Um, if I could find it, I would, but I don't really feel like looking through to see what their first two losses were. I know one was against Nigeria, and I'm not sure if the, if the second one was against Australia, Australia or if it was against another team. But yes, they did lose 83-76, and I'm pretty sure the France went on a 10-0 run to end the game. Uh, USA was leading for most of it, and the France pulled away at the end. The bid, Not too many people are happy with this. Obviously, you expect the U.S., as they have done for years since basically 2004, they've steamrolled through the, the Olympics, winning every game and winning them by 30, 40 points. So it's, it's a tough, it's tough. It's weird for the U.S. to lose like this. Um, but the big thing is, is, I have a few questions for them, is what is the excuse now? You know, we had the excuse of their exhibition games. It didn't really matter. A lot of the guys were just coming off NBA seasons. Kevin Durant was just coming off of a crazy playoff performance against Milwaukee Bucks. Damian Lillard just ended his season. Bam Adebayo was just ending his season. You know, Jason Tatum was just coming off of his playoff run. Um, all those types of guys, they were they were coming just off of an NBA season where they had to play, what was it, 70-some games, and then some of them had to play 10-plus NBA playoff games so it was just kind of we there's kind of an excuse you could say it was exhibition no one really cared we were just kind of messing around seeing what was happening but now this game you lose to France in the opener 83-76 so what's the excuse now now it's the now it's time where you really have to play and you haven't shown it one bit so I really don't know what the excuse is I don't know what they're all going to think I know I can see here I have it up on ESPN the box score and all that and um Tim Legler uh, says that this should be a wake-up call after they lost, and they should feel embarrassed. I mean, you're playing for your country and you lose like this. That is embarrassing. Um, I don't know what happened. I There's a report that came out that says a lot of the players are upset with Greg Popovich because he's trying to run the Spurs offense, which I guess not many like. It is a little old school, pass the ball around, move the ball around more than what it is in today's day and age. So maybe they'll try and switch something with that. I don't really know, but um, they really got to figure it out here in the next next few days. Um, their next games are against Iran, which I checked their roster, and they have not one single person that I've ever heard of in my life. Um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce any of these names. So if we don't win these games by at least 50 points, there's going to be a problem there. Uh, so we play them tomorrow at 11.40 p.m., so late game if you guys want to stay up and watch that. Most certainly will. I probably will. And then they play Saturday, Saturday, July 31st at 7 a.m. 
against the Czech Republic. And the only guys that I've even heard a little bit of is Thomas Sadaransky, and that was it. He's the only guy on that team that I've ever heard of. Um, I kind of forgot who he played for. He plays... Is he going to play for an NBA team? He plays for the Chicago Bulls. He is a Chicago Bulls. So, yes, he does play. Um, so, that's the only guy playing on the Czech Republic when we face them on Saturday. I will not be able to watch that game as this weekend. I will be at a baseball tournament. My team, my I play for a Legion baseball team, and we made it to state. So, I'll be there over the weekend. So, I'll not get to watch any of that uh, that game as I'll probably, probably be getting ready to play a game that day. So, um, those are the two teams we play next. If we don't beat both of these teams by at least 50, there's going to be a big problem. These are must-win games. Obviously, we have. To, I'm pretty sure we're going to have to win these two if we want to have a shot at making it to bracket play. Um, I can look up the the pool play and what it means, um, and like what top, how many top teams make it. I guess I'm not really sure uh, what it what it is, but I can't really find it anywhere here. Um, so I guess it'll just be whatever. I'll try and find it maybe later. But um, must-win games, and they should be blowouts. I really don't see a reason why we shouldn't win these games by over 40 points. Like, we should win these easily, and there should be no questions about it. If we lose the, one of these next two games, we will not be making it on to any of the gold medal games or anything like that. We won't make it to the bronze game. We won't make it to any of that. We won't even get a medal for probably the first time, and I don't even remember when the last time USA Basketball has not won a medal at the Olympics because I know that 2004 year I'm pretty sure they ended up winning bronze I could be wrong about that but I'm pretty sure um oh here's the standings right here I think I have it um it ha it's not even updated it doesn't even say that we oh that's a woman's I am so out of it right now um yeah right now <clears throat> we're last in our thing which is obvious um but right now, I'm pretty we're last we're even lower than Iran at the moment even though they lost but I'm pretty sure that's because they have a they have a smaller point differential than us. They've only they're negative six. We are negative seven. So that is really bad. I'm just gonna say that right now. That is to be below Iran in Czech Republic. That's embarrassing for the United States. Um, I'm looking at these other ones where other guy we. I mean, there's there are worse teams out there in the other ones, but. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. But I'm going to try and get into the, the box score a little bit of this one. Um, so my first question was, what is the excuse now? Do we really have an excuse? Not really. We just lost to a France team. That's not that good. Um, and then my, my second question is, why are we allowing Rudy Gobert, Evan Fournier, and um, even Nicholas Batum to to beat us? Like, those are the guys that were out there. Um, this one guy, I don't. it says Ende Colo. Don't know who that is. I'll try and find. I have no idea who that guy is. Nando De Colo. He scored 18 points. Oh, but on, on ESPN it says he scored 13 points. So I'm not really sure what what that what's wrong with it, What the, how this is off. I'm just going to go off ESPN. I'll trust ESPN way more. Um, so he scored 13 points. Evan Fournier scored 28 points. And Rudy Gobert scored 14 points. And Rudy Gobert also had nine rebounds and one assist. And that was basically all he did. Um, so I don't understand why we're allowing these guys to drop buckets on us. I don't remember Fournier ever. I mean, he was a decent player for the Magic, I remember. But nothing where he should be dropping all these buckets on guys like Draymond Green, 
Bam Adebayo, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, like Devin Booker. Like he should not be dropping that many points on these guys. Like remember, these are supposed to be the best of the best, the guys representing this country to try and win a gold medal. And when they just they're just not coming out to perform whatsoever. So it doesn't make sense to me. I know I heard Damian Lillard say the other day that these guys just play way harder when they're performing for their country, and they should be. You should be honored to, to play for your country and to kind of be out there for them. I don't understand why they why you guys aren't doing that. I don't understand why why Kevin Durant is doing scoring ten points in a game. Like why are you guys like like I don't I think they're just not taking it seriously at this point. I truly just don't think that they're taking it seriously. And that could be a possible problem at some point. Um, it already is a problem. It's not at some point. It already is a problem as we lost the first game and now we got our backs against the wall. I don't even know. I really don't know if we even have a chance to make it to the gold gold medal game still. I don't know if you have to go undefeated for that. I guess we'll have to see what happens. I really don't see France losing to the next two teams, so we're already going to be below one of the teams. So I... I, re- I don't know what it's going to look like. I guess we're going to have to take every day, day by day, and see what happens. But I really don't understand how we're allowing these guys to, to score major points off of us. Even their bench was had a few guys. Some M Fall guy scored seven. Um, Luau Kebarat. I know he's on a on an NBA team somewhere. He was on an NBA team at one point. He... He only scored two points, so nothing too much on the bench, but we they really let the starters go out there and, and play. And I, I'm happy it is at least guys who are in the NBA. At least it's not some random guy like T. Hurdle going out and dropping 20 on us. But still embarrassing to see this happen. Um, so that was just another question of mine. And another one is, why is Kevin Durant only scoring 10 points? And why is Damian Lillard only scoring 11 points? Kevin Durant, when he played my Milwaukee Bucks, dropped 50 on us half the time. And that's against Giannis and P.J. Tucker and Drew Holiday, like all defensive players, like really good defensive players. And yet you scored 10 points off of, I don't even know who would have guarded this man. DeColo? That's what it's looking like if it's lined up the way it is. That's who he would have been guarded by. You're really going to let Nando DeColo keep you to 10 points a game? But yet you drop 50 on Giannis and P.J. Tucker and all of them? That just shows that I just don't think they care. I just don't. I truly don't think they care. I think they just came here to have fun. And that I, I respect that. The Olympics is to have some fun. And I know they just came off of some playoffs and a long NBA season. But if you look at what Drew Holiday did, he was the one shining star in this game. I say 18 points. Um, he had one steal, four assists, seven rebounds. And he came off a plane hours before the tip-off. He was out there. He was he he got off a plane a few hours before this game happened, and he was the one guy who came out and 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 played for the guys. Without him, I we probably would have lost by twenty. So uh, there's really no excuse for them being tired because Kevin Durant's been out since the second round as Drew Holiday just came off of a NBA Finals championship. So I really don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. Even Damian Lillard, eleven points. He he shot three from. Three for nine from the three points. All of his points basically were from the were from three. Um, he had two free throws, so that was it. So he only he only made his three pointers. That's all he made all day. Um, I, I I still don't understand. Even Jason Tatum coming off the bench, he had twenty four minutes. He had more minutes than Zach Levine did, and Kevin Durant. He even had more minutes than Kevin Durant. He only scored nine points, and I know he can do way better than that. Um, was it just a bad shooting performance? I'm not sure. I didn't get to watch it because. 
for some reason, the Olympics, you, the, America, they decided to put it on Peacock and not even the free version of Peacock. You had to pay a subscription to watch it, and I was not, I was not about to do that. Which I did find out later that they actually had it on NBC Sports app. You could stream it on for free, which I didn't know that at the moment. I just thought it was on the Peacock app, which. I was thinking about buying it to watch the game, and I was like, nah, I'm, I really don't want to do this. And then I saw we lost, and I was like, thank God I didn't waste 5 to $10 to watch them lose to France. Like, I'm, I'm happy we, we did that. I'm happy I made that decision. But um, other guys who didn't really perform, I mean, Bam had a bio. He had 10 boards, um, 12 points. I mean, he did good. I think he that, that's something that you want him to do, 12 points and 10 boards. Like, that's something that you're going to ask from him. Draymond Green... Two rebounds, four assists, two steals, two points. I mean, he ain't going to be a scorer on this team. The main guys I'm looking at right now is Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, and Jason Tatum. Those are the guys who I don't understand how you're getting 20-plus minutes and you're scoring 10 points against against these guys. Um, and yet, you, when you played 40-some minutes, I understand that you're playing 20 more minutes, but you're dropping 50. I would understand if you dropped 25 in 20 minutes. Because that's about even to what you were doing, just less minutes. But no, you full on had half the minutes you did before, and you're dropping way less than half of what you were dropping before. So it just doesn't make sense to me. I, uh, it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing to see them lose. We're not used to it. I think that's part of the reason I think we're all overreacting is we're just not used to Team USA losing these games, um, and losing multiple games. I mean, this isn't the first one they've lost all season, but. Um, so I don't really know know what to say for them. I really hope they can come out and beat Iran and Czech Republic by a lot because I'll kind of calm them down. And I hope they can make it to at least the bronze medal game. I'm hoping they can figure something out where we can see them in, in more games than that. But who really knows what, what's going to happen with this team. I just keep looking at this box score, and every time I look at it, it gets worse and worse and worse. Without Drew, If you take Drew Holiday out there, this team, you there's nothing there. I don't understand what happened in this one. I would like to see Chris Middleton get some more minutes. You know, he only got five minutes. Didn't make a single shot. Uh, he went 0 for 2. So uh, I, I would like to see him do a little bit more, though. Get a couple more minutes, and then hopefully Greg Popovich can can figure some, some rotation out here because he's got to be – I mean, it's, it's partial on him, too. I mean, you can never just say it's the players. It's part of the coaches, too. Something's not clicking right, and they got to figure it out. And I'm even looking at the at – the, um, like quarters, like how, what was each quarter like? And we were up twenty-two fifteen at the end of uh, at the end of the first quarter. We outscored them by one in the second quarter, and the third quarter killed us. They scored twenty-five, we scored eleven. Uh, you, I mean, you can't score eleven points in a quarter and expect to win win many games, even against France. So um, tough loss. It, it it definitely is embarrassing. It's definitely something that they it should be a wake up call, like they're saying. And it's going to be interesting to see how they come out and perform in these next few few games when they play I forgot I think I said they played they play tomorrow night at like 11 and they play Saturday at like 7 a.m so it's gonna be interesting to see what they can do um in these next few days um I don't know I guess it's it's just gonna be interesting I really don't know what else to say about it obviously we're we're struggling out here and um yeah we'll just have to see what happens um I I I'm trying to look up. To, I'm trying to do multitasking, which I'm never good at. So I'm I'm bad at talking too while doing that. But I see stuff about um, um, the weather while they're out there. I guess something about the Japan, um, Japanese 
leader of the Olympics, whatever, who's trying to get in Japan, said the weather would be nice, and I guess it's super hot, and people have been fanning, I don't know, I'm just trying to read up about it, I've really gotten into the Olympics this year, I feel like I haven't in years before, and it's just been really fun to kind of watch this year, just to kind of see what, what happens, I mean, it was supposed to be last year, and it got cancelled because of COVID-19, obviously, and so it's just kind of cool to see all, see everyone come back out there, and um, it's also cool to see all the random countries that have gone at least a medal. I'm trying to find like a country that has a gold medal that we never heard of. Ooh, Uzbekistan has a gold medal. Um, trying to see if there's any others that we just like would never have heard of. Kosovo has two gold medals, so there must be one thing that they're really good at in there. So it's just fun to, to look at all this. I've, I've gotten really into the Olympics this year, and it's been exciting to watch um, besides this basketball performance out there. But I really expected to talk about this longer, but there really is nothing else to talk about since there's just like, I mean, I talked about everything I needed to. What do they need to do to win? I can talk about that a little bit. Um, well, Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard need to go back to their NBA selves and start dropping 20, 30 points a game. And I understand you might not need to do that with all these superstars on one team, but you could still figure something out and um, split it evenly. You know, if both of them can score 20 points a game, that's 40 points right there. And that's basically already half of France's points. Um, so it was a low-scoring game, 83-76. I've probably never seen a low scoring, that low-scoring of a game in my life. Um, but it, I, it, I mean, if that's how every game's going to be, that's how it's going to have to be. So they're going to have to figure something out on that one. Um, I think part of it, too, is what I've heard from like media, which I don't like to listen to all the time because sometimes they can be a little, a little annoying, um, is the in the FIBA world or like in the, the international basketball world is they usually allow them to play a little bit more. They usually are a little less on the, they're a little more, they allow them to be a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more physical out there. And um, I think that's part of it too. A lot of these guys are used to getting the free throw line every time they get bumped and that's kind of not happening anymore, which I don't know if that's 100% the reason or not. I mean, they still shot 20, uh, France shot 24 free throws. USA shot 21 free throws. So I'm not sure how many in a normal NBA game there are, but that seems like a decent amount. Um, and it looks like USA shot 76% from the free throw line, which is unheard of. Damian Lillard went two. For, I guess a lot of guys they just didn't get to the line a lot, and that 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 makes sense. Um, like you, if it if it is that aggressive of a basketball. A league, you could say, it makes sense. I mean, Drew Holiday had the most free throw trips to the line with six, and you don't see that very often. You see a lot of guys getting the line 10, 15 times sometimes. It depends on the day, but sometimes you see that happening. I mean, Giannis in the NBA Finals, he had, what, he was 17 or 19 free throw attempts, so James Harden gets a lot too. It's just that's part of it, I think, too. And then another part I just thought of kind of in my head is, you know, th- obviously these guys are top stars in the in, in America where they play, you know, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Bam Adebayo, like they're, they're top tier names, Devin Booker, Drew Holiday, um, Chris Milton, Tatum, McGee, Johnson, all these guys are top guys, but to think about all the other guys that they could probably have here that could be over some of these players, like I'm thinking Trey Young, a scorer, he could come over here and play, James Harden's another one over there that could play. Uh, there's probably handfuls of other guys that I'm not even thinking of at the moment. That, but Trey Young is one that comes to my head that I'm just surprised he's not playing for them just because he he's such a good player. Um, John Wall, Bradley, well, Bradley Beal was on the team, but then he got quarantined, so that kind of hurts. But just like those type of guys, are, I think they could really play here, and they just 
we don't have on a team for what reason. I don't know what decides this team and whatnot. So it is what it is. I mean, like, why is JaVel McGee here playing for us? Why? I bet there's a better center out there than JaVel McGee. No, no offense to JaVel McGee, but the man, I mean, he only got two minutes. So that kind of shows a, what type of player, what what type of guy he is, what what type of role he'll be playing on this team here from, from here on out. But that's all I really got to say about that. Uh, anything else on the Olympics? Nothing nothing crazy. The Olympics, I mean, the, the medal count's obviously still going to be the same. I don't really think anything's going to change for a little bit as it's 12.35 here is where I am at. And so I'm assuming, I don't know the time in Japan right now, but um, I'm assuming that it is like the middle of the night there. Yeah, it's 2.36 a.m. there. So I really don't think they're going to be having anything going on at 2.30. So it'll be a little bit before we probably see some more stuff going on there. But um, yeah, there's really nothing too much else going on. I'm trying to look at what else is going on today. More swimming. A lot of the same events are going on right now. A lot of swimming. Uh, women's USA basketball plays today at 11.40 against Nigeria, 11.40 p.m. Um, there's gymnastics that's going on. A lot of tennis has been going on lately. Uh, the triathlon for women's is going on. No men's was yesterday. And uh, an American actually did a lot better than they were expecting him to. Um, and then there's some mountain biking. So just a lot of random ones that are going on today. Uh, good time to catch up on some that, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't want to go against it, but I don't like, I don't watch mountain biking or gymnastics or tennis. So it'll give me some time to, uh, to catch up on some of the other ones that are, that are going on right now. But, um, there's really nothing else to talk about there. I'm ready for a baseball to start up. I don't even know the roster. I looked at it and I didn't under, like know any of the guys on there. Cause obviously they're in the M MLB right now. So. Uh, none of them can really come and play for us since they're trying trying to get their teams to playoffs. Um, so nothing really too exciting on the USA team. We'll see if they're if they have a shot of, of doing anything, trying to go for the gold. I know that that doesn't start for another few days. I think it's over the weekend it might start. So still a few days till the the baseball part of the thing starts. But I'm also excited for track and field to start going on. I know that one's always fun to watch. Um, I'm always more of a, a winter Olympics type of guy. You know, I like the bobsledding, the skeleton, the luge. I like the curling. You know, it's pretty boring, but still fun to watch. Um, I like the hockey. I like the speed skating that they do. I like the snowboarding. I like the the downward skiing or whatever it is. Uh, or ice skating, I guess is what I should have said. The speed ice skating around there. And then the, um, just all those are just fun, fun ones to watch. I like the one where they have to... Um, ski and then shoot at targets like it's just i love the winter olympics so much more so i'll be excited for those ones and i think i think it's next year since i don't think they're pushing them back so i think it's it's going to be the the 2022 winter olympics i think is what it is um but yeah so that's all there really is on that but uh now i got the two minute drill coming up uh, if you guys are new to this, the two-minute drill is just something I like to do. Just quick news that I don't want to spend a lot of time on. Just kind of get it quickly in there. Just kind of quickly talk about it, and uh, that's basically it. So uh, MLB trade deadline, that is approaching. I will have an uh, uh, episode on that probably on Monday after it's all over. It is on Friday, but then I have to leave for the the uh, my state tournament. That is like three and a half hours away, so I won't probably get to that until at least Sunday, Monday time. So I'll have to do that. Um, talk about the big ones that I saw. I know there's already a few. Um, Cruz was traded to the Rays from Minnesota. And Adam Frazier, the, who has the most hits in the MLB right now, was traded to San Diego Padres as the Padres are trying to make a push as they're four and a half games back from first place right now. 
So those are the two main ones that have happened. There's still been talks of other people going, like Max Scherzer might be on the move somewhere. Escobar from the Diamondbacks is on his way somewhere, it looks like, too. Um, many other big-name guys are on the chopping block, chopping block, trade block, whatever you want to call it. Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo is the Cubs are trying to sell. So many teams just kind of on the sell mode right now, and a lot of teams are in buy mode, too, as my Milwaukee Brewers are trying to get some bullpen guys, maybe corner infield guys. So... We'll have to see where that goes for the trade deadline. I'm excited to see where it goes on Friday. I'll be paying attention to all of my phone next to me for notifications and probably watching MLB Network for most of the day that day um, until I obviously have to leave for my tournament. Um, so yeah, more to come on that next week, Monday. I'll probably just kind of go over some of the big trades that happened, the blockbuster tw- trades, as you would like to say. Um, and then going into the football side of things, Deshaun Watson has reported to training camp, but he still wants to be traded. And I just saw this uh right before I started recording, was and um, Houston is now willing to trade him. So it's looking like Deshaun Watson will be in a different uniform this season playing. Will he play with all of his, what, 21, 22 sexual assault um, um, the scandal that's going on with him? I don't know what I don't know what I was trying to find the word for, but uh, all those um, accusations are going on against him. So will he play? I don't know. Will someone want him? He's still a good quarterback, but do you want to deal with all the off-field problems that he's going on with right now? That's up to the team to decide and what they want to give up for him. But all I know is I think he's lost a lot of trade value, and that's going to hurt Houston very much. So that's one thing he did. He will not be getting fined. I guess there's like a $50,000 fine every day he didn't show up. So now he'll be there for that, and we'll see how long it takes Houston to find him a new place for Deshaun Watson to find a new home. Um, And then the last thing I want to talk about NFL as well, talking about my Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers plans to play for Green Bay literally probably about, I don't know, a minute or two before we... uh, we I started recording. Um, I got a notification off a of Bleacher Report. Aaron Rodgers has indicated to people close to him he plans to play for the Packers this season. So there's been speculation. I've heard everything. I've heard that he he's wants to be traded. Obviously, the Packers don't want to trade him. I've heard that he just doesn't want to play. He's going to sit out and just not show up. I've heard that he's going to retire. I've heard every single rumor and and not all of them sounds like are false. They could be true, but they've ended up being false as he's planning on playing for the Packers this year. I'm excited, but I'm also not excited. You know, he's an MVP type quarterback we could use, but also I'm not I'm not a fan of all the off-field drama that he brings to the table. As I just got another notification about it saying that Green Bay moves from 2,800 to plus 1,400 to win Super Bowl after a part that Rodgers plans to play. No idea what that means. I don't understand um, betting. I don't understand the, the odds of things. But obviously it's a good thing because it says that it moved up. So obviously he is a big part of the of our organization, and I'm hoping that he he's that they're able to figure something out. Um whether that it, I'm hoping they're able to get, to get a better relationship with the Green Bay front office because it's not only him we have to worry about. If Rodgers doesn't come back, Devonta Adams probably won't be coming back. So those are two guys we both need to worry about and kind of pay attention to just to see what happens. I'm excited for NFL to start. I'm hoping it comes here and then comes here quicker sooner rather than later. As I'm, I like my fantasy football and I like watching those Packers out there every Sunday, every Sunday at noon basically. So. That's all I really got for this one. Um, expect another episode later in the week. Um, I might do an early or Wednesday, Thursday before I head out. 
um, just about maybe MLB and how that season's been going, or if any big any more big news comes. I know there's a lot of NBA rumors going around about Bradley Beal and all of them, so I might be able to get into that. Or if something big happens in the Olympics, I can always go on that again too. If the, if USA loses another game, I can come out here and start talking even worse about them. So that's all I really got for this time. Um, if you enjoyed, tell everyone about this. Try and get them to come and listen to it. Maybe they'll enjoy it as well. If you know someone who likes sports, try and have them come listen. I appreciate it. Appreciate everyone that does come and listen. And yeah, that's all I really got. So I'm going to see you guys in the next one.